Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Welcome to the Tudor Dixon Podcast. Today, we are blessed to be joined by a father who has lost custody of his son over a gender dispute with the child's mom. This is the nightmare scenario we've warned so many people about, and so many people have said, this is impossible, this stuff doesn't happen. And as we were talking just before we started the podcast, we're hearing that this dad has been contacted by other fathers who've had the same experience. So Adam Vina is here to share his story of the ongoing nightmare he's living because as you can see from his background, he's in the radical progressive world of California. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on and thank you for wanting to hear my story. I appreciate it very much so. You know, absolutely, because we have talked about this, like, this is what can happen. This is what will start happening. And people have said, like, you're crazy. There's no parent that's going to do this unless there's really the, the child is really going through this. And and we're like, how is a child at two telling you that they're the wrong gender? But your son is just five. This started when he was two, right? Yes, ma'am. It started when he was two. Um, uh, me and my son's mother were separated um, at the time. And uh, I received a picture of him in a pink dress. Um, and I texted her back and I told her, I said, do not dress my son in girls' clothes, just like that. And I had thought it had stopped. I actually showed the picture to my father and I said, how could he, um, how, how can she do this to my son? He's, he's, he's a boy. Why would she want to do this? And I had thought it had stopped. And on my th son's third birthday, um, we were potty training him at the time. And he went, he was very independent. So he went to use the restroom by himself, but he needed help washing his hands. After we finished washing his hands, he told me, Daddy, that he said, Daddy, mommy bought me a pink dress. Um, and I got down on one knee, looked him in the eye, and I told him, Hey, buddy, you're a boy, and boys don't wear dresses. And he said, Okay, Daddy. And him and I went back to cake and ice cream. Um, and a couple of days later, it was it was really stirring inside of me, and I I sent out um, uh, 
text, some text messages to her. None of them were threats of violence. None of them were threats of violence towards him. Basically, the text messages were stating that he is a boy, not a girl. Do not dress my son in girls' clothes. And within two weeks, um, she got a restraining, a temporary restraining order put on me um, uh, for him and her on the to be put on the what was the order. reason for that i mean just they, because she is getting these text messages and she wants to continue to do this but i mean how did she, what did she use as her reason from what i understand now it was um harassing um her for the text messages um and you know i look at it now i go yeah maybe possibly but at the time, I was like, no, you're not going to dress my son in girls' clothes because I knew where it was here in California, and I knew what that could lead into. It, it, the whole entire time we were in our relationship, it was always about power and control over how Aiden was raised. It never seemed like I ever had any input on how my son was raised. Um, and that restraining order, that temporary restraining order lasted um, three years, which in the time the judge out of Pasadena ordered a gender assessment to be done on my son um, at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Um, I was only allowed to have two FaceTime conversations with my son a week, two 10-minute FaceTime conversations with my son a week. Um, and I, I called the hospital. Um, like I said at AmFest, that normally when a doctor treats somebody for a sickness or some type of something, they have their steps to take. And I wanted to know what steps they were going to take to try to figure out and determine what was going on with my son. Mm -hmm. And and in that time, they could never tell me. They always referred me to the West, the website. So I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I went to their website. There was nothing on their website for the gender clinic on what steps they took. So then I called back and asked to speak to the doctor. I, w I, didn't, I was unable to speak to the doctor. Then when it came to about three days before the assessment was supposed to take place, I asked to personally be there at the assessment so they can understand my side of the story, give my point of view, and ask my questions. I was denied that with the doctor. I so went, initially, when you when you started getting these pictures early on of <clears throat> your son in dresses, what was mom telling you? Was mom saying, no, Aiden is actually a girl? How did yeah. you know that this was actually transitioning? There was no communication. Um, once, I, once the TRO got set in place, the communication completely stopped between her and I. I was, now, I was not allowed to ask any questions. It was all through the attorneys um, to ask these questions. And I have never gotten a specific answer in regards to this. It was, it, this whole entire thing has been very one-sided when it came to the private school that I had my son in during COVID, um, when it came to talking with the judges, when it came to talking with the attorneys, no one wanted to, I, I said in court specifically in court one day, I said, I am this kid's father. This is my son. I have a right to put give my input on how what I think is going on with my son and they have and I said if you sit, sat me down in this courtroom like I re requested numerous of times for all four of us to sit together and talk you wouldn't have the pissed off father that you have today but because they never 
ask me what I think is going on with my son. They, it has been very one-sided. It has all been her input on this. The assessment lasted 90 minutes. And in that 90 minutes, I, I read the, the, uh, um, the diagnosis that the doctor did. They spent three minutes with my son. And in those three minutes with my son, my son didn't want to be there. He was very angry that he had to be there. And the rest of the time was the doctor speaking to the mother. For the rest, you know, it's funny to me because actually I was just talking to someone about the different phases of kids yesterday. Mm -hmm. I have four girls. And when my middle daughter went into kindergarten, she started having these tics. And I remember being like, oh, this is a lifelong thing. We're going to deal with this. And I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, well, it'll probably progress to this and it'll progress Mm -hmm. to this. And lo and behold, after kindergarten, that just went away. Now my my one of my youngest daughters is has a little tick and I'm like, okay, this is just life. They go through these different phases of things and that will go away. Yes, so ma'am. I what I don't understand is the medical community looking at a two year old, even a four year old, and saying, Yeah, this kid definitely needs to have their gender reassigned. And what does that look like when they talk about when they take them to this gender assessment? Is your son getting hormones? Do you know what the treatment is? So there's no hormones on him at this time. I, I believe that it can't. It, it can start as as soon as ten years old. Um, okay. At, at ten years. So old. around so he, when puberty might take place, they start yes, that. Yes, ma'am. So um, as far as me and my attorney know, the puberty blockers are on the table, but they're not on the table. But in my mind, sorry, in my mind, that's telling me that. That is 100% in the discussion to put my son on puberty blockers when he hits the age that they can they can do it to him. And he's five right now, so he's, you have yes, a little bit of time to keep fighting this. Yes. So as of, um, but go back to what you were saying. Those doctors that treated treated your kid, they treated it step by step, right? They they told you like, oh, he, um, he or she could grow out of it, that kind of stuff. But with my son, they didn't do it that way. They went to A to Z with my son. They, they, right. they, they skipped everything in the middle. And but Is there any type of when you're talking about this kind of stuff, because this is pretty serious, saying a child is completely believes that they are not what they think what they are. I mean, right. I, if a child came to you and said, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. Would a doctor say there's a good chance that the child's actually a bear? You know, it, I mean, and that sounds silly, but this is beyond some physical thing you can see. This is totally something that they're saying is in in, in the child's head. Right. So does is there a, it, a certain point where they say, wait, this child's two years old. We have to have a psychological examination of mom and dad to see if they are pushing this on the child. None of that has ever been done. Would you say mom has ever suffered from any type of mental disorder? Uh, to be, I, I, I can't speak on that because I don't, I don't know. So you don't um, know that if she was ever medicated or anything like that? No, I know, I know she suffered from um, anxiety um, in our relationship, um, but I don't, I, I, I cannot speak whether or not she's had a uh, a, a, a mental fitness exam um, to to find out all that stuff. Um, uh, but it's, it's gotten, it's gotten completely out of control. Um, her new attorney, her previous attorney, um, was, was, was pushing this, 
but it didn't spiral out of control until she got her new um, attorney. Um, her new attorney is um, funded by um, uh, um, her nonprofit is funded by Children's Hospital um, doctors that believe in gender surgeries and um, I know uh, puberty blockers. Um, her her another funder is Google Health Science um, that funds her organization. Um, and it, again, it didn't spiral out of control until she got this new attorney. Uh, once she got this new attorney, her new attorney started in court referring to my son as my daughter in court. Um, my son now has she, her pronouns. My son at the age of five um, goes by a girl's name. So this has been completely, this is not my son. My son never wanted this. This is, has been completely completely brainwashed onto my son. He's been completely brainwashed by the therapists, by the doctors, by the mother, and by this new attorney that she's got. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. If you're looking for natural, healthy weight loss support, MD Blend Doctor Formulated Metatrim is an excellent choice. MD Blend offers a money back guarantee if you're not satisfied, so you have nothing to lose but weight. Metatrim uses clinically studied ingredients like lemon verbena, hibiscus flower extracts, and green coffee bean extracts. A balanced diet and exercise go a long way, but the doctor formulated blend of ingredients found in Metatrim can provide healthy weight loss support to supplement your life. Go to mdblend.com today, click on the products tab, and select Doctor Formulated Metatrim. Enjoy healthy weight loss support at mdblend.com with a money-back guarantee if not satisfied. You have nothing to lose but wait with Metatrim at mdblend.com. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. When you break this down, these attorneys are connected to these clinics. This is a, the funding is all coming from the same place. This is big business. And I, I mean, I hate to say that because that sounds so sick that there are organizations out there that would experiment. But 
but scientists like to experiment. And sometimes scientists like to experiment in really twisted ways on kids. And I have to say that this is not, there is no science behind a child saying, oh, I want to be this. I want to be that. That's a kid. That's how it goes. Every mom and dad know that that's what kids do. The idea that a gender I say gender clinic loosely, a gender clinic could come in and say, yes, yes, we have to experiment on this child. This is a legal entity coming in and saying, we are going to allow scientists, not doctors, scientists to come in and perform experiments on little kids to see if there is a a market here to to experiment on children. I mean, to see if we can bring money into this. Yeah, there's huge money. I mean, I spoke with Chloe. I I spoke with Chloe for about an hour on uh, it was either Sunday and Monday. And one of my big questions for her was, what has the side effects been from these surgeries and the the medication uh, that they put on, her on? And it was the most heart wrenching thing I've ever had to listen to. Mm-hmm. She spent about 20 minutes talking about. The, the side effects and how the doctor. And Chloe is the detrans the woman yeah. who's detransitioning. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, and it was absolutely heartbreaking to have to listen. She's very a very strong woman. I, I give her so much respect. But having to listen to what she has gone through in the detransitioning part is is absolutely horrendous. And and the doctors have almost complete. Sounds like to me have completely washed their hands of her. You know, and well, of course, because she's an experiment that's gone wrong. Yeah. And that's my fear for my son. The doctors is, are scientists. They're not doctors. Right. And that's the fear of my son. If they do put him now knowing now knowing what I know about what these medications and what these surgeries to do, that's my fear for my son. If those surgeries or those medications get pumped in my son's little body, I'll lose my son forever. And I think that is why Sorry. so many people are fighting against this. No, of course. I mean, it breaks my heart when I think about these kids and I'm like, this is a baby. How can he you say a baby. a baby can make this decision? The only way he can make the decision is if he was coached into it. If somebody was feeding his head full of this stuff. I talked to him. I talked to a parent from Canada the other day and within he went to a therapist after a bad breakup of it with a girl. And within the day, the therapist had told him that he was a girl born in a boy's body. And within the day, they had him on cross-sex hormones. Within six months, they had chopped his, his private areas off. Within six months, he was, he was gone. The only victim in this is my son. He... Hmm. He was. I asked my mom and dad every single day. His my grand his grandparents haven't seen him in in going on three years. We're going on three years, and his grandparents have been criminalized in this whole entire thing. I've I've been, I've had I've I pay for his my son's health insurance, and I asked how a doctor's appointment went and a dental appointment went, and I had the cops threatened to be called on me because I asked how those went. I got upset because she put my son in rainbow shoes, and the next day I, I I was pulled over in front of my house by the local police department and arrested for a restraining order violation. 
I cannot even imagine having no access to my child's life based on the fact that you know someone else is abusing the child. I mean, this is crazy. You're in a situation where the child is being abused. And for all of you people out there that are saying, oh, this mom is great. She's brave. She's stunning. She's really helping this kid. Come, you don't have kids then. I mean, let's face it. Every parent out there that is, is listening to this, who's had a child in their lifetime, and raised a child in their lifetime knows that there is no way at two years old, at three years old, at four years old, at five years old, that that child can be told your mind, your body is wrong. Your mind is something else. Change your mind, change your mind. I mean, if you're told that long enough at that age where you are so impressionable, of course, that's going to mess with your mind. You're going to be confused. And who doesn't look at their mom and say, mom knows everything. Mom should be that guiding force. Yes, absolutely. Because because kids are young, kids' minds are like sponges. They're going to absorb everything you teach them. That's the I think that's the role as the parent is you're teaching your kids how to be a, an upstanding citizen. And if that little boy at the, the age that my son is at keeps being told that he's a girl, you're a girl, your 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 pronouns are she her. You can. Your, your, whatever your girl's name is, you know, he's going to, it's going to be when I get, if, and when I get my son back, it's going to be so hard to bring my little, my little boy back to being a little boy, because for the last three years, that's all he knows is that he's a girl, that he is a girl. There's a lot of challenge when a position of authority tells you something. And now you have not only that position of authority, but you have, you have your wife or your, your your son's uh, mother, you have the the therapist, you have the attorneys, you have the court. I don't know if your son is in these court cases, if he's listening, but the, I mean, this is all very powerful. I mean, we had a child that went through anxiety for a while, child therapist, because we took her to the therapist and the therapist, what they told her was your little sister's were the problem. You were fine until your mom had more kids. And then you, that took your time away from mom. And that caused all these problems you have. Reversing that in her mind took years because she would openly say to them, you're the problem in my life. And I'm like, holy cow, one comment. And that was one time. And that was it. I was like, okay, we're done. You are never talking to my kid again. Yeah. But but these are real issues. And if you are dealing with this at home, I'm telling you that to me on such a small scale happened in our life. I cannot imagine the influence of people. And that's why that is I, I use that example, because that's how I know how easy it is for a kid to go from one going one direction to having someone twist their little mind in such a terrible way that it ruins their entire world. Yeah, they, in, in my opinion, they have absolutely destroyed my son. My son was mm-hmm. absolutely perfect when I had him. He was, he was respectful. He, he was, he was. He, I didn't have. To, I, I, I think I might have. I, I raised my voice at my son one time because he took off running towards the street. But other than that, 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 that little boy was. That little boy was perfect before the system got involved with my son. So why is there no way in these cases, why is there no way that you can argue that the other parent is 
the the problem. How can this not? I just don't understand how this cannot be abuse. Because she's the gender affirming parent, if that makes sense to you. So we had that bill in no, Cal. It doesn't. I, it does. It, I. I always say I'm a gender. I'm I'm affirming my son's gender. What he was born as. He was born a boy, and I'm affirming that he was a boy. But because they have never taken my side of the story, and it's always been her. Excuse me. It's always been her side of the story. It's it's completely lopsided. So the system is thinking that they're doing good when they're actually doing bad by 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 saying, oh yeah, he this little boy's a girl. This, does that make sense? It's it. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Um, I mean, it makes sense from the standpoint of I know how these progressives work. I know how these pro- progressive courts work. I understand the game of it. Logically, it makes no sense at all. Because, again, I go back to this is a baby. This isn't even a 17-year-old coming to you. This isn't no. an 18-year-old. This isn't someone in their 20s who I have argued still do not have full development of their frontal lobe and should not be making these decisions to cut body parts off. We wouldn't cut someone's fingers off because they say, I just don't want to have hands with fingers anymore. Right. Why are we doing this? I don't believe that this is right when you are an older child. But I cannot understand how the court could say, yeah, this two-year-old really gets it a lot more than dad. Yeah. And that's been my argument in court. I said, my son doesn't know the difference between male and female. My son doesn't know the difference between uh, male private areas and female private areas. And if he does know that, that's because he was coached to know that. I didn't know the difference at that age. I was too busy no. getting dirt, playing outside and getting dirty and, and, and breaking bones, you know, because I was a rough kid. But not even you're still potty training at that age. I mean, at yeah. that age, you're a baby. I mean, yeah. I just cannot accept this. You you are still learning things like how to go to the bathroom. You haven't learned to tie your shoes. You haven't picked out your own clothes. If you can't pick out your own clothes, how can you say you're a different gender? Right. Yeah. It's it's absolutely mind-boggling what I've gone through and what my what my son's grandparents have gone through. They we another thing we were went set six months in negotiations for to get me back with my son visit get back visitations. There was there were stipulations in regards to that. I couldn't talk about his 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 attire. So if he came to me in a dress, I couldn't talk to him about that. I couldn't raise my son as a boy. Right. And and I had supervised visitations. My argument to that was, well, I haven't done anything wrong to my son to have to have supervised Mm. visitations. The only way that the court system can remove a parent or parents from the home is if there's abuse and neglect. And in my case, there has never been any neglect or any, any abuse to my son. And they removed me from my son's life. And going back to the super, I, so I said, okay, fine, I'll agree to that if I can get my son back in my life. And every time I agreed to their stipulations, the, the attorneys always had a roadblock in front of me. I had to do something else to get it. I had to do something else to get it. I was emailing, calling on the phone saying, hey, 
Do I need to call the supervisor to, to get this set up? Do I need to pay for this? What do I need to do to get my son back in my life? Only to receive an email saying, sorry, Adam, but we dropped the ball. That was a four, was like five or six months of negotiations. And every time we, we were going to do it, there was always a roadblock. Adam, we're going to give you a call. We've got a great person lined up for you for supervised visitations. I would say, great, get me in contact. Let's get the ball rolling on this. And it never, ever happened. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. If you're looking for natural, healthy weight loss support, MD Blend Dr. Formulated Metatrim is an excellent choice. MD Blend offers a money-back guarantee if you're not satisfied, so you have nothing to lose but weight. Metatrim uses clinically studied ingredients like lemon verbena, hibiscus flower extracts, and green coffee bean extracts. A balanced diet and exercise go a long way, but the doctor-formulated blend of ingredients found in Metatrim can provide healthy weight loss support to supplement your life. Go to mdblend.com today, click on the products tab, and select doctor-formulated Metatrim. Enjoy healthy weight loss support at mdblend.com with a money-back guarantee if not satisfied. You have nothing to lose but wait with Metatrim at mdblend.com. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. You said you're not the only dad that's dealt with this. What other stories are you hearing? Similar stories to yours? Yeah, we got Harrison um, Tinsley up in uh, the San Jose area. Um, and his son, his mother said that his son was non-binary. Again, I'm so new to this. I still don't understand what what these things mean. But he lost custody. Uh, he didn't know about his son for, for 15 months. And the mother was raising him, I believe, to be a girl. He has now got 50% custody of his son, but his, his, his son's mother is still saying that he is non-binary. And I think his son is uh, about the same age as my son. Oh, my goodness. This yeah. is insane. And then I've got another father that I spent 45 minutes with on the phone. I can't say I, I, I need to make sure I, I got to read his story again. Um, but he's a he's a he's a veteran. Um, and again, I'm not going to comment. His his story is is uh, is, heartbreak, is, is super heartbreaking, his daughter. Um, so I have to read his story further and I'm going to be talking to him this weekend, um, to get more of his story. And I'm, um, I'm going to get him on my, um, um, on my Instagram. I'm going to do an Instagram live with him, um, to, he, 
he sounds he, he sounds like he's in pretty bad shape um, because mm. of what they're what, what they're doing to his daughter, and it's it's heartbreaking. I never thought I'd be put in this position um, to. I never thought I'd be putting this. I never thought I would have to fight for something as basic as gender, if that makes sense. I, to I you. think that's the craziest part. Here yes. I am fighting for my child to just be able to live as they are. Crazy. Yes. I know. I know. I talked to another parent up in Canada. I mentioned. I mentioned this parent. Um, he was in consent uh, of consenting age, um, but he had a bad breakup. He ran into a girl who re recommended a therapist. The therapist told him that he was he was actually a girl born in a boy's body. Within the day, he had um, cross-sex hormones within the day. And now um, I believe that his, uh, his, uh, his private areas have been removed. They convinced him to take, do the surgery. Um, and this is, uh, this is our brothers, brothers and sisters to the north. Um, and I asked this parent if they would like to come on um, to tell their story. And they told me that they're absolutely terrified of the government to speak out. Oh, I'm, I am not surprised. I mean, the other crazy thing that I have to say, we've had a lot of families in our lives and in schools and that we've been around that have had this later in life where the child as a teenager has come to them and said, I want to live as the other gender. And I will tell you that I would say our experience has been nine times out of 10, a year and a half goes by and that kid goes, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, we see it with and, the And how often is it too late? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. These, these, these hormones, they sterilize you. They permanently change your body. I mean, women have deep voices. They have facial hair. Men, they grow breasts. They become sterile. Uh, why why I, is this allowed? I just cannot understand I, putting a uh, child on this stuff. I don't, I can't either. I, I can't even, I can't even understand that we're, that we're having this conversation about these things. There's, I mean, it's still, I'm going on three years trying to wrap my head around all this. And I, I don't understand why, and I'm only speaking for California, why the state would want to do this to kids. I, I just, it's an expensive experiment that could lead to a lot more money. I mean, that's the only, the only answer I have is that it's got to lead to money somewhere because right. things like this only happen because there's money involved. Certainly not because anybody is care caring for the well-being of these kids. I mean, anyone that is rational can look at this and go, even if this were the case, even, I mean, I believe that there are cases of people who feel like they've been born in the same, in the wrong body. Right. Even if this were the case, this is not something you see at two. No, ma'am. It is not something you act on right away. No, ma'am. This ma has to be something I believe an adult needs to choose on their own and decide whether or not that is the right thing for yes. them to do. But yes. in a loving home, you are raised with support and the reality of who you are. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so what is next for you when it comes to the legal side of it? Do you have any recourse to get your son back? Right now we're feeling fight. we filed an appeal. Um, uh, the, but the appeals process can take up to up to a year to two years. Um, and they could read it. We're, right now we're trying to get the, the five. So they put me on a five year restraining order. 
um, for this. So that'll put me at eight years without physical custody of my son. And I know a lot of your viewers are going to think, well, this young man must have done something absolutely terrible to be put on such an, a lengthy restraining order. And I am being honest with you guys, there has never been any physical violence, nor has there been any physical violence to my son. No neglect or anything like that. It was all words and me not affirming what is going on with my son. Have you talked to your congressman? No, I have not talked to my congressman because my my I don't think I I don't think my congressman um that's the other that's the other frustrating thing about this is that you you don't hear anything from congress especially the California congressman you don't hear anything they're passed they try to pass AB 957 which would would uh, charge parents or a parent or a parent parents with child abuse if they're not gender affirming we have AB 665 that just passed in the state of California where a 12 year old can now emancipate themselves. Um, a 12 year old can now emancipate themselves in the state of California. We've got, we got SB 107. SB 107 now makes California a, a transgender state. And if you feel that, that you're not getting the love and support out of state from your parents, you can come into California and get free gender affirming care. We've got eight. Sounds uh, like some of the dads in your state need to be educated on this so that they go out and vote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, AB um, 1078 is now where the California, the state of California can now um, dictate what uh, learning material, I believe, can go into the school. So that means gender, all those gender queer books will be available for students. LA County is. is um, is using taxpayers' money to have drag queen story hours from K through 12 at, at public libraries. I just can't, I just cannot stand the concept of, I don't understand that. I will never understand no. why you want to have a man dressed in women's lingerie reading to your kid and how anybody can go, this is loving, this is good, this is helpful, this is teaching. This is bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. And one last thing, Mark. Two last things. Marjorie Taylor Greene has a bill sitting on her desk right now that would criminalize doctors and therapists that perform and issue puberty blockers and gender surgeries. And Congress has not read or voted on it. They could Congress hmm. could take that bill right now, vote on it and everything would change. But yet Congress, she has hmm. that bill ready to rock and roll. And, they, and as far as I know, they, they still have not voted on it. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do is get in front of her at AmFest to talk to her about specifically about that bill. Because if that bill goes through Congress and passes, that can change and save tons of children. That would save my son. Well, that's it seems like something that needs to we need to do some work on that and have a pressure campaign on those other congressmen yeah. and women out there. And make sure people understand that fathers like you are left not only on the sideline, but watching your child be abused without the ability to do anything. Yeah. It is completely asinine. Yeah. And then we got one last thing in California. Erin um, Friday, um, she's another mother who lost her son to gender, uh, daughter to gender ideology. She's an attorney here in California. She just wrote up a bill that we're trying to get on the 2024 ballot. The bill is Protect Kids 2024. We need a million and a half signatures by August. 
um, in that bill, it would um, give give parental rights back to the parents. It would keep boys out of girls' sports, and it would also um, uh, criminalize the uh, uh, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and gender surgeries on minors. So starting ja January 1st, I'm going to be gathering signatures. I urge every Californian parent, or who, if you, even if you're not a parent, to go to protectkids2024.com and download the position, uh, petition and start gathering signatures. If we can get that on the bill, that, that's another bill that would that would save save my son and save other kids from these. Um, uh, in my the, the surgeries and the the medication and just getting back to basics. And I feel that we're, we're we've gone so far, so far. To, I don't even want to use political in it because they're not just coming after right-wing kids they're coming after everybody's kids they don't care what you right. are and if we could get that bill passed that would be that would be huge to to save to, to give parent again why are we having an argument about parental rights in the state of california that that should be any parental notification should be automatic we, we shouldn't have to have a bill on parental notification for kids you know, that's I mean, and the only answer is that you have complete selfish monsters running that state who are clearly only concerned with getting the vote, not actually human need. They don't care about people at the border. They don't care about children. These are people who only care about their own personal power. We I mean, gosh, we can go on with that. We've we have kept yeah. you for a while, but I want to have you back as things continue and as you get those signatures so that we can continue to educate get people to make sure they're going out that they're signing it because i think this this is so important but yeah adam vina thank you so much for thank sharing you. your story i'm so sorry this is happening to you thank you thank you i appreciate it merry christmas and uh, uh just pray for, pray for my son God. we absolutely will merry christmas to you as well thank you and thank you thank all you. for joining us on the Tudor Dixon podcast for this episode and others. Make sure you check out TudorDixonPodcast.com. You can subscribe right there or go to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and join us the next time on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Have a blessed day. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He was called Mal Evans, he was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. 
Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.